From COK Studios in Meghna Chakrabarty's carport, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the influence of pop stars on politics in our Consider the Vote 2018 coverage. We'll also consider some new slang terms with our phraseologists, Leslie and Constance Kincaid. And we'll consider that I don't know what to do, I'm always in the dark, we're living in a powder keg and giving off sparks. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Rainbow Sunflower Dog Training and Wellness Center, now offering classes on how to make gluten-free dog food and test strips for your dog to pee on to make sure they're staying in ketosis. And Rusty's Kids, an indoor day camp for pale children with weak ankles. Join us for our spooky October party where we'll be decorating ankle braces for Halloween. Visit owmyankle.org to sign up. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. As the country gets closer to the 2018 midterm elections, pop stars and musicians are getting more involved in the political fray. Last week, rapper and Kardashian husband Kanye West visited the White House and went on a meandering 10-minute rant for President Trump and the assembled news media. West weighed in on a variety of topics, and while he made almost no sense, he did clearly throw his support behind Trump as he wore a red Make America Great Again hat. Pop star Taylor Swift also made her political mark last week when she endorsed two Democratic candidates in Tennessee, her adopted home state. Representative Jim Cooper, who is running for re-election to Congress, and former Governor Phil Bredesen, who is running to fill the Senate seat that the Republican, Bob Corker, is vacating. Swift weighed in despite the potential backlash it could bring her, and it had an effect. Less than 48 hours after she posted her exhortation on Instagram, more than 166,000 people across the country had registered to vote. Using star power to encourage people to vote is nothing new, but it could tip the scales in the all-important 18-24 to age group that has typically been apathetic about voting and who would likely vote Democrat. Cordell spoke to Taylor Swift about how her endorsements could make a difference as part of our Consider the Vote 2018 coverage. Some political observers have their doubts about whether Taylor Swift's recent post will translate into votes. History is littered with celebrity political endorsements, overwhelmingly in favor of Democrat candidates, that failed to move the needle. Miss Swift hopes that is incorrect. I just felt that I needed to speak out. As I said in my post, Republican Marsha Blackburn voted against equal pay for women. Marsha Blackburn voted against the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act, which attempts to protect women from domestic violence, stalking, and date rape. She believes businesses have a right to refuse service to gay couples. She also believes they should not have the right to marry. She's the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. These are not my Tennessee values. Well said. Were you surprised at the response? I was, but I'm glad. We need to do something to shake up what's happening in our country. I endorse candidates that I think will help Tennessee and the United States. T-Swift, can I call you T-Swift? Sure. T-Swift, people are saying that your move was different from other celebrity endorsements. Why do you think that is? It was from the heart. I'm not trying to do anything but let people know where I stand. I'm not like a lot of celebrities who are just out to get publicity for themselves or who just whore themselves out for any dumb reason. I believe what I say. I can see that. Tay-Tay, uh, may I call you Tay-Tay? If you want. Tay-Tay, what is your next step? 
I'm just going to keep speaking my mind and hope that momentum doesn't get derailed by some nonsense. Hey, yo, Taylor, good for you. But like I got to say, Donald Trump has the best dragon energy, like way better than yours. No disrespect. Huh? Kanye West, how did you get in here? I'm on a different plane in alternate reality. There's lots of dimensions and I'm in this one, but there's others that I'm not in. Skirt. He kind of just follows me around and interrupts me all the time. I'm used to it now. <laughs> Lovely. I'm going to drop some bombs right now. I am 98 percentile for height, weight, and brain size, right? Tennessee is just not that important. It's not Chirac, it's not Chi-Town, and it's not Chilarious. I love Donald Trump. Yes, we know. Thank you, Kanye. Thank you. Scoop-de-boop, scoop-a-doop-a-doop-boop. Ugh, don't encourage him. That was my interview with Taylor Swift, um, featuring a guest performance by Kanye West. For Consider the Vote, I'm Cordell Nutbrook. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Consider the Source segment where we're joined by our resident wordsmiths and phraseologists, Leslie and Constance Kincaid. We're glad to have you here again. Likewise, Connor. Hello. So I know that both of you were very dismayed by the Brett Kavanaugh hearing last month where he used some very interesting words and phrases but didn't seem to be very truthful about the meaning. Indeed. Judge Kavanaugh was grilled by senators about the terms boofing and devil's triangle and he gave completely false definitions for both of them. Quite right. Leslie and I were shocked and appalled that Kavanaugh lied under oath about boofing, which he said referred to farting, but is in actuality a term for anal sexual relations. He also said that a devil's triangle is a drinking game involving quarters, but everyone knows that a devil's triangle is a threesome with two men and one woman where the men do not make eye contact with one another. Now, everybody knows that. I don't know if they do, but I trust that you two know because you're such experts on slang. And devil's triangles. Yes, we've had quite a few in our time. In fact, Paul Reiser was over the other night, and after a few bottles of sherry... Okay, (laughs) I appreciate your insights as always, but could we just get to the new slang you have for us today? Oh, I suppose. We have some very fun and interesting things to share today. Not as fun as the devil's triangle, mind you. All right. Our first term is selfie side. This refers to an accidental death that has been caused whilst trying to take a dangerous selfie picture with your mobile. As in, did you hear that Dave committed selfie-side? He was trying to take a selfie on the suspension bridge. He slipped and fell to his death. So sad. Poor Dave. Dave's a real person? Oh, yes. Lovely man, but so, so dumb. He was lucky to have lived as long as he did. Dear sweet Dave. Well, do you have any words that aren't so sexual or sad? We do. This one I'm sure you'll like. It's funnaby. What's that? Funnaby refers to a cheesy or overly cocky person that is trying very hard to be funny, therefore wannabe funny, or funnaby. Oh, I get it. For example, our intern Ryan makes lots of funnaby comments. Yes, just like that. Oh, Ryan, will you ever learn? Finally, we have content creator. You may think you know what this slang term means, but it is actually much more ironic than that. Content creator is a fancy word for a YouTuber that tries to sugarcoat the worthlessness of their profession. As in, he says he's a content creator, but I don't think he's actually making any money at all. That's too bad. It is. But as my grandfather Kincaid used to say, the world needs ditch diggers too. 
He was a drunk who dug ditches for a living. The best ditches in all of Stratford-upon-Yeezy. Well, he sounds like quite a guy. As always, thanks for coming by and sharing your slang with us. It was, it was our pleasure. pleasure. That was Consider the Source with Leslie and Constance Kincaid. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins. Congratulations to Patrick Bowles of Salt Lake City, who discovered not one, not two, not three, but four pencils stuck in his long flowing hair during a meeting last week. Nobody brought writing implements with them to the meeting, but you were the hero who saved the day for an impressive Big Little Win. Kudos to Jessica Mayfield in Reno, whose car ran out of gas just as she pulled into the gas station last Wednesday. You coasted in there on fumes, and while we don't recommend waiting so long to get gas, we have to recognize this accomplishment as a big little win. If you know someone that needs to share a win with us, have them post on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for more news and stories on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at iTunes or at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. No. Hmm? <laughs> you may, but you, you won't. You may, but you won't. No, I not guarantee. at all. Indeed, indeed not. <laughs> no. no. Not at all. <laughs>